Hi, welcome to the Seattle Mama Doc Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson. We all work so hard to perfect how we pull off parenthood, and often we may not feel good enough. I'm here to help you face these challenges head on. I'm here with Dr. Tyler Sasser. Hello. He is a postdoctoral fellow in the Pearl Clinic, which helps a program to enhance attention, regulation, and learning. And he'll be an acting assistant professor in October of 2017. He specializes in helping children with attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder and their families and other challenging parenting problems for kids of any kind. And he's here today to talk about something that I don't have any good advice, and I'm so thankful that you're here, and that is, what do we do when kids lie? Almost, I mean, it's interesting, younger kids, like, I experience it almost as this very innocent testing, but what do you know about lying, and what are some good parenting kind of tips that we can give to the world and to other clinicians of any kind of how to guide parents and grandparents and teachers and anything else when a child lies? Yeah, I think it's a great question, and I run into this at home myself. <laughs> well, uh, we run into kids. this everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I run into it clinically. I absolutely have families who come and say, you know, this is a real problem. Um, yeah. I think. Why what, do kids lie? I mean, yeah. Well, I think it's it's an, it's really interesting um, in terms of what the research talks about. The, the typical development of lying is that it follows the kind of inverted U shape, meaning that, you know, once kids start to speak, you see this increase in lying that kind of peaks huh. around the six to seven year old period and then really sharply normatively goes down goes down at that point so toddler so, that's interesting i wouldn't know that so yeah. kind of toddlers and the start of school age kids are kind yeah. of ex almost experimenting as their vocabulary yeah. expands and they understand how to communicate more absolutely they yeah lie. well there's a lot it's not just communication skills there's also these cognitive skills things like theory of mind which is um this process, this mental process that develops in children um, where they can, they, they can understand that other people think different thoughts. And that's an important thing for deception, right? Is yeah. you need to be thinking, what does this person think? Uh -huh. And how can I make them think something that's that going to benefit me, me in some way? So that develops during this period. And then also executive function skills develop during this period where a child can inhibit telling the truth where they can keep a complex plan in their mind. And these skills just get better <laughs> yeah. during this period. Yeah. But like I said, you, you have this, this increase, um, and it really does start during, you know, as early as kids are talking, researchers observe lying behaviors. Usually it's to get out of trouble. Yep. 100%. That's like where it starts. Yeah. Then you see the development of pro-social lying, like little white lies. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, you know, I would say that, I would say that, you know, the, the, these great, studies that have been done where, you know, you've the marshmallow task, I'm sure yeah, you've yeah, heard yeah. of, right? Well, the marshmallow there, experiment, if, if you're listening and you've not watched it, just do it. It's yeah. on self-regulation and kids being able to like basically not eat and, and what they do, like sit on their hands and all these different things. Well, Delicious. And there's, and there's been variations on that where mm -hmm. children have been told, you know, don't eat this. And then asking them, did you eat it? And more than lie. half the kids lie. Yeah. More than half the kids say no. Absolutely. There's lots of pressure. Right? Like, right. That's what I mean. Like, right. They want to be a good kid. A lot of it's self-preservation and saving yeah. face and not disappointing your parents yeah. and things like that. What's interesting, though, about how parents respond is there's been some really nice observational studies where recorders have been placed in people's homes and the, to record the interactions that parents and kids have. Yeah. And um, there are these really nice, there's just really nice data that just shows that when lying comes up, 
parents really, I, I interpret this anyway, that, they, that they're not sure what to do, just like how you're That's what I'm telling you. I don't think parents know what to do. This, there's this great study that I was, that I was looking at that, that where like only two out of the 500 or something parents that participated in it when a, when a lie occurred actually called out the lying. All the others, they called out the problem behavior that the child lied about, or huh. they just didn't acknowledge it at all, huh. or they were maybe deceived by huh. what had happened. Yeah. And I just think that, that that just demonstrates how almost just uncertain parents are about like, okay, do, do I draw attention to this? I think there are a lot of things involved in that. I think I think for some parents, you know, moral development in our kids is like it's it, – it's, it's exceptionally close to home, yeah. you know, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and we're, and really it's fundamental, sure. right? Yeah. Kind yeah. of, it's, it's the soul part of somebody. Yeah. It's the, yeah. who are you really? Right. The character right? Like, take a look at yourself, yeah. brother, in the mirror. Right. You exactly. know I mean? You can yeah. imagine doing the, really like the wrong things because right. you don't want to shame your child. Right. I hate the concept, like the, the, the way that, you know, I think like I'll see on the kids getting shamed about anything. So yeah. I think that's probably why that it's interesting that data, I would like to believe that I, I have called out lies when I've seen them in my kids, but I, I, I'm sure I'm in the mass right. of the 498 in those 500 parents yeah. Yeah. who have talked about the wrong things, right. Right? right? So is is the is the is the advice then in that data and what you think as an expert is the advice that when your child lies and you know it to look them right in the eye and say, "I don't think you're telling me the truth about that." Or yeah, that's 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 where I tend to feel. I mean, I think I think that parents have an an exceptionally important role in socializing our kids so that they can be successful in the world beyond our home. Yeah. But the home is where it starts. Yeah. And um, and I do think that that it's important to be to be direct with our kids. Um, you know, some of the some of the best advice that I've read on the topic, um, you know, says you know don't worry about catching your child in a lie. If you know your child lied or you suspect strongly that your child lied, yeah. there's no need to ask them about it because yeah. all you're doing is inviting another opportunity another for them to lie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so the best thing to do is if you know is to call them out for the lie. And um, and I think having a simple logical consequence associated with lying, especially if it's a repeated problem, I think makes sense. So like for instance, I've worked with some families where children lie about, I didn't have any homework today. Yeah. And then come to find out weeks later, yeah. there's all this homework that hasn't yep, been turned yep, in. Yep. Okay. Cool. So Call them out on it. And the logical consequence in that situation would be, okay, you have to make up all the work and maybe, you know, there will, you'll miss a couple activities in before the homework, because Mm -hmm. the homework isn't completed or it needs to get done. So I do think that it needs to be called out directly. It's super important. Now, lying is most problematic when it happens with other behavior problems. So lying, stealing, aggression, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, and, and there are kids with, you know, ADHD or children, and not, and not all, of course, but children with ADHD, children with oppositional defiant disorder, children with conduct problems is really where you see this a lot, is that kids with those disorders who lie in the, are, are, usually, are usually concealing other misbehavior. And so uh-huh. lying occurs a lot, and that's when it's really problematic. And so in those situations, interventions are probably going to be like a broader behavioral intervention, like a parenting kind of support intervention, helping you know how to address an array of, pro- of difficulties, lying being one of those. But for, for parents of, of neurotypical kids, um, you know, and if, if that's where you feel like you're at, if it's maybe I'm just, you know, this is my first time with a five-year-old, I don't know why he did this. <laughs> uh-huh. I would say, um, I would say 
think of it, your role as a socializing role. And it is important to call this out. Um, but also understanding that, you know, even adults tell white lies and, um, um, and that, uh, you know, that, that, that there are certain complex things about lying, <laughs> about when it is appropriate and not appropriate, that we're really trying to teach our kids. So, so if it continues, so I like that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's head on that you want to identify the lying. That the, the challenge in some ways is when lying is, if your kid is hiding candy under the bed and eating it when they're not supposed to, and then lying oh, yeah. about it and you find wrappers, right? right. That, that's what I was thinking about, of, 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 uh, something that's happened at my house uh-huh, uh-huh. after Halloween type thing, you know, yeah, and then thinking, yeah. oh, I, there, there, that's a layer of lies. That's a web of lies, right? Because yeah. you, you disobeyed, you broke a rule, then you, you know, disobeyed another rule, then you lied to me about it, then I discovered it, and I have proof, yeah. right? But it, but so in that kind of environment, what we're saying is we deal with it head on. Mm-hmm. We then say, well, now you can't. You've lost kind of the privilege of candy for the next whatever is appropriate, I don't know, a week or two weeks or whatever it is. If that's how you look at candy as a treat once a week or something, mm-hmm. you know that um, that we then take them away. What it, what do we do when when in that inverted you that you talked about. So that let's say we're seeing lying out of that typical you where, oh, our kids are kind of experimenting cognitively of being a yeah. good kid and yeah. being respected mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. language and everything. That all of a sudden lies accelerating through elementary school. Is that do you think that that from what you understand about data online, is that is that then suggestive that something else is going on? Not necessarily. Um, I think, again, that's most problematic when we are seeing a lot of other behavioral issues uh-huh. that are going on. But um, but I think when it is accelerating, I think uh, one of the fundamental things as a parent to do in that time is to increase monitoring, you know, to make sure that you are, you know, especially if there are typical lies, like if it's lying about homework, mm-hmm. if that frequently comes up or mm-hmm. if there, you know, there's a pattern, then we need, then, then it, then it might suggest you know, that something else, not, not like some other trauma or something like that is going on, but that we want to in that, at that time, um, uh, we want to make sure that there isn't some kind of skill deficit or something that maybe that, that they haven't quite developed yet. And, and we might actually target, we might incentivize and reinforce telling the truth, particularly about things that historically your child has lied about, right? Mm -hmm. So it might be, you know, for every day that you come home and you honestly tell me what the, assigned homework was, yeah. this is going to be the incentive that's in place for that kind of a thing. And and making sure that you're communicating as a parent daily with your child's teacher to corroborate that he's telling the truth. Yeah. And so it, 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 it requires some work in that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. But it's the, the, the worst case scenario is that your child uh, actually gets away with a lie, that it works for them. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, uh, that makes, reminds me of like, it's, it's why you don't want to give into a temper tantrum. Because if mm-hmm. the temper tantrum gets the desired outcome, it was effective. Yes. Right, to your point. So yeah. if a lie yeah. gets them farther in something, they're going to think to themselves, well, that's okay. That worked for me. I got what I yes. needed. Which yeah. is, it makes, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it makes me think on, this is an experience where, so it's kind of like this candy wrapper thing. I remember w- when this happened, it was kind of with like little packets of crackers, like little things. And I, I, I started to say like, are you hungry? <laughs> like, yeah. What's mm-hmm. happening? I remember hearing like, I don't get enough snacks before, you know, after school, before I go to blah, blah, blah. And that's why I'm eating them. I'm like, oh, good grief. You know, and that was our, our babysitter helping our kids with snacks. And thinking like, okay, we got to make a new plan. And mm-hmm. I think, so it's sometimes even asking, is, I mean, do you think it's kind of like, what's going on? Like, why did you say it? What did you want? Like, what were you trying to get in yeah. the lie? At least I, in my I mean, experience, I kind of uncovered why that was happening right. at that point. Absolutely. I mean, I think there can there can be some benefit to that. Some parents, though, also fall into kind of this. I the 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 flip side I would worry about is 
falling into a trap of asking why when some things that kids lie about, the answer is for the reason why is just that it was fun. Uh Um, The immediate short-term reinforcement of whatever I got out of it Uh was just way better than what I was supposed to do in Uh that moment. Uh You know, um, right. So if instead of, if I lie that I don't have any homework and then I get to do something and then I get to like play video games all afternoon. Right. Well, the why is pretty clear. Yeah. Right. Right. It was way more fun. I mean, maybe there could be some kind of other why, like my schoolwork is overwhelming for yep. me or yep. I'm, I'm not good at math or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. There might be some other part to it. Yeah. I think, um, you know, and in those situations, we do want to be supportive and identify if there's some other kind of issue going on. Um, but I think oftentimes the why uh, uh, is is pretty straightforward, that our kids are really thinking in the immediate short term when it benefits me now. Yeah. And, um, and it's our job, again, in terms of socialization, to be thinking long-term for our kids and to help them see that, um, that there isn't, that, you know, ideally there won't even be a short-term payoff and there certainly isn't going to be a long-term payoff for this behavior. And that's, we use, you know, we directly address it. We have some kind of logical consequence if need be. And if we need to incentivize telling the truth in a given situation that we put something in place to, to you know, uh, to make sure that our child has an opportunity to tell the truth every day and that we praise them for doing it um, and we're kind of corroborating these things. I mean, I think that's all I think very important. Yeah. I Thank you. I, I love that. I, I, was, I was reflecting just then on um, a child's development around truth. Recently, we had an experience where um, – you know, like my son, who's 10, mm-hmm. appropriately is starting to kind of think like, Santa Claus doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Tooth fairy doesn't make a lot of sense. We had this thing mm-hmm. called the Switch Witch who took away all of our, our candy at Halloween and, um, you know, to get kind of get it out of the house. And he started yeah. to kind of poke around with it. And he was talking to his younger. So not that long ago, he lost a tooth. And he left a post-it note underneath his bed. I mean, kind mm-hmm. of playing with truth and lies. Yeah. And, and thinking about just what, what, what we're how important it is. I bring it up because I love what you're talking about, that like we're the stewards of helping our kids understand the long view when they are wired to only think about the short view. And that's the privilege of parenthood, just like being in arm's reach to journey a child's kind of episodic experiences through their rapidly changing developmental context Mm -hmm. into knowing why it matters. So, so. You know, I think my son had kind of asked about it, and I kind of continued to hold the ground on kind of the make-believe, almost like with a wink-wink, keeping it preserved for the magic of the, the the idea of having a fairy and a Santa Claus. So he leaves – so he loses a tooth. He leaves a note underneath his pillow that says – if your hey dear mom or dear tooth fairy, if your mom and dad please leave my gift over on this area of the room and please do this honestly. No, and they signed his name and then it said PS, please do this honestly. Yeah. And you know what he was doing was saying, I just want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Treat me with the respect that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And and we can we can tongue in cheek, I'll keep winking, but just leave it over in that part of the room <laughs> and then I'll know. And PS please do this with integrity. Like, like, yeah. like almost, would you please be as good of a person as me? Yeah. You know? And I was like, Oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. good grief. So I, it feels I, good. I, that yeah, feels good. It right? did feel, feel good. Yeah. He, it was yeah. just kind of like, for me, it was like, um, it's like in your, in, in an earlier podcast, we talked about the coins for bravery. Like mm-hmm. to me, it mm-hmm. was just like this mm-hmm. momentous thing that I talked to him about of, I wrote him this very long, not long, but I wrote him a note yeah. when I gave the fairy, which was like, I'm so proud of you for asking what you need, even when it's hard. Yeah. Right. You asked a hard question about the truth and you always deserve the truth. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best and most respect we can pay those we love, I think, is with the truth. 
Yeah. No, and, and I think those lessons for our kids will come by not allowing lying to your point of facing it head on, yeah. understanding in some ways why it might happen, it might be reflective of these other problems that you persist, and understanding developmentally might be kind of normal in this early yeah. school age time. Yeah. But that ongoing demonstration that the truth is just so much more loving and respectful yeah. than, a, than a bag of lies, right? Well, and I think we need to, especially if you're having situations come up um, that are difficult at home and there are lies at home. I really, I really like, you know, how genuine your praise and how, how deep your appreciation was. And I think that in those moments, that's what's so important. I think like it, it can be some, it can become, become so, it can hit way too close to home, to home for parents. Uh, it feel very threatening if their child is lying. Right. Yeah. Like and it can become very or scary or their child's or... character. Yeah. 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 And their moral development. Yeah. And I, and I just think all the more reason then to try and shift and really pay attention to the times that your child is telling you the truth, praise them for that. And sometimes I think a lot of parents feel like, why should I have to praise my, some, my child for something that they, they, they should already be doing? And this is just the socialization process. Our kids are developed well in some areas and some areas just haven't come, along, come along yet. And maybe they just are really gonna require some more strategic instruction. And the way that we do that, I mean, a lot of parents like to provide their instruction through lectures and nagging. The didactics are not good. Right, yeah. the lecturing, yeah. I just feel like, Oof, it yeah, just- He's squirming in his chair. It just doesn't <laughs> work. Yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, can, it can work for some neurotypical kids who are, who are very different to their parents. Uh -huh. um, but for kids who, who have kind of a, a strong, reactive solid. temperament, uh -huh. a strong temperament, yeah. um, man, lectures just aren't effective. And in that moment, the teaching really needs to be praised based about how, how they're developing these important, like how they, how, when you see it, to really pounce on it and say, wow, I noticed that even though it's, it's hard for you to tell, you know, you really want to play video games when you go from school, but you're coming home and you are telling me the truth about what homework you have. Yeah. And I'm going to provide, I'm going to try and help you out so that you can get, get that done as soon game. as possible. You can get to the yeah. thing you want to do. You can get do. both things. Yeah, you can you get, get both things. You get the hard things, work right. done and, and you I, get the benefit. And I really, like, we just value so much being honest and I'm so proud of you for doing a better job or, you know, whatever it yeah. is with that kind of a thing. So I think being sincere, you know, I think in your, in your household about just what you love um, about your kids, I just, that, that is going to, um, that is going to go so far um, for them and help them to feel like they, uh, are good at things that they can self-regulate, that they that they can tell the truth, um, and handle the consequences, the challenges, whatever the, whatever they may be, and that's really what we want to be teaching our kids. Yeah, I can't say it better than that. Um, lying may be really normal. Lying may be paired with other things, and we can spend our time teaching our kids how much we value the truth. The reality is, <laughs> parenting is a high stakes job, and the good news is, you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. Reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at seattlemamadoc.com. Tell me what you want to learn. Tell me if you want to join me and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from.